Hey everybody, welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. I'm Moran Kennedy. And I'm Jessa Lowe. And I'm Jake Lloyd. Hi. Hi, Hi. Jake Lloyd. No, I'm no, sure no. No, one, no. no one's made that joke before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have. So, my name is Jay. So, I, I, you know, I want my fans out there to be able to tell what's really me. So. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. We'll have your name spelled correctly on the on the episode. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for coming back, Jay. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. My pleasure. Minute My pleasure. 38. 38. All right, Jess, I want so, to break down Minute 38. Yes, Minute 38 continues with um, Bodie going, they didn't hesitate, you didn't, you didn't hesitate, you didn't back down an inch. He's like a pit bull, he said in the last minute. Yeah. I don't think we went over that. He said yeah. he's like a pit bull. Yeah, that's what I think about when I think of Keanu, a pit bull. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a Maybe quarterback. A, Bichon Frise. Pitbull, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. An elegant Bichon Frise. Um, and Bodie is admiring him. He says, and that is very he's rare. Just, he just steps back for a minute and just he's takes just, it all in. Yeah. He is. For some reason, some inexplicable reason, he loves Keanu. And I mean, it makes total sense that Keanu loves Bodie and that everyone loves Bodie. But, anyways. Um, you know, Bodhi in his awe goes, and that is very rare in this world. Thanks for step. Um, and then uh, yeah, Keanu, Keanu says, "Thanks for stepping in." And they have a very awkward handshake. Mm-hmm. And Bodhi says, "Donata, later." Oh, hey, he remembers. Oh, by the way, yeah, I just, just, uh, just, uh, you know, I just thought of this. Yeah, but, um... having some friends over tonight. Why don't you stop on by? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's a cool first date, uh, you know, casual first yeah. date. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he wants to sure Slipping it, it in. There's other people He's around. Smooth. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Keanu's Nothing, game. Nothing's bad. Yeah, he says, yeah. sure, where? And then, oh, so cool, oh, so sly, he sa- Bodhi says, come with Tyler. She knows. All right. <laughs> And then he just walks off while Keanu gets into the car. Yep. And I actually really like the shot of him just walking off, still on, still on screen, still on camera for just like a few seconds. Yeah. He does it well. Yeah. yeah. This is still the same shot from the minute before. Yeah. They have not cut. And I'm it's like, foresh- so- it's foreshadowing when he basically hands it, it, Tyler over to Keanu when he shows up at the party. Totally. We're, we're looking at her. I, and I know this isn't part of my minute, but I, I can't help uh, noting the correspondence here where he's looking at her and says, what's mine is yours, I think. Yep. Yeah, which yeah. is so gross. Yeah, you brought that up before with uh, with uh, Tyler's character. How like how many how many of the guys in this gang has she uh, has she been with? That she just kind of like yeah, it's the initiation uh, right or something. Or, yeah, or is it is it just a special deal for uh, for uh, you know, kind of? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a, if you go down that that, uh, that hole, it gets pretty dark. <laughs> I want I want to leave Bodie. Um, you know, untarnished. I want to think of him as adult Simba, as Elliot said. You know, that's, um, that's what we want him to be. Yeah, I don't want him to be sleazy. Everybody gangbang my girlfriend. Yeah, but yeah, we'll, let, yeah, we'll leave that that conversation for the party. Yeah, coming up in the next couple of minutes. Yeah, so, but uh, maybe he's above all that, you know. Yeah, yeah, just a mere physical uh, you know, spasm, as they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's. It shifts dramatically to Busey and um, Keanu being in the car together. 
Busey, and this is where we get more music. Yeah. And Busey, <laughs> rightfully so, is um, chastising Keanu, saying, next time you leave your, your peace and shield in the car, stay in sight, okay? And then what does Keanu say? Okay, Dad. In that yeah. voice. Not sarcastic enough. <laughs> it's just very flat, weird, like, oh, hey, Dad. Well, as we've established, Keanu doesn't really know how to deliver sarcasm. Well, yeah. flat is, yeah, flat is kind of his forte, really. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Flat is, is uh, what he does best. He's a, he's a blank slate, as we, you mm-hmm. know, we've talked about that. And that is not an ineffective way to cast your movie hero. You know, right. you want someone who people can see themselves in, who can sort of put, you know. Well, well it's like listen. Steve McQueen. I just read a long thing about Steve McQueen as an actor and what he would do when he got his script. He would just go through and cross out all his lines or almost all of them. Uh-huh. And he, yeah, and because, because he, he didn't he need them, you know. He wants to be the strong, silent type. Yeah. yeah, and and he could do it. I mean, he was always great in, in the roles that he took. He never took roles that, you know, he, he you know, he didn't do much, he didn't do it in Shakespeare, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, but the roles the, he, he took, the... he could he he was he could just act it, you know. It's very impressive. Yeah. So, yeah, and Keanu kind of does this. You know, he's, he's he's very blank. There are certainly actors like Steve McQueen uh, who do it more gracefully, but uh, that's what he it's what he does. Nice contrast with his uh, with his partner here. Uh, yes, who is the the character actor <laughs> of all character actors, <laughs> Gary Busey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his so... character coming out of his ears. Yeah, yeah, out of every orifice, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mostly out of the teeth. Mostly out of yeah, the teeth. Uh, the teeth yeah. are his, his, uh, his calling card. Yeah. So they're following the car of um, the gang. Yeah. We'll call him. And uh, the gang is being honestly, they 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 make me so uncomfortable. Like, they're so, like, only into what they are doing in the moment and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Like, they're driving their car so recklessly around the road. Like, anybody could have crashed and died in those scenes. And, And, like, Tone is standing up in the back. Yeah. Just because. And I couldn't quite figure out. They only live to get radical. It's like the only, oh, you beat me to it. I was just oh, going to say yeah. that. Yeah, it's yeah. true. They're getting radical there. It's no, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah it's they're <laughs> annoying. I don't like them. I mean, I know it's a point. Oh yeah, but, you're not supposed to. <laughs> but yeah. So, meanwhile, as they're following this, these horrid people around in their car, um, Keanu is getting the rap sheet after he's run the plate from bunker. They've got stuff like. Um, you know, okay, yeah. Right. So he's yeah. He talks about the the plate, and he yeah. says two Denver four Sam Niner five Niner. Yeah, late seventies Jeep. So I've never I tried to look this up briefly, but I've never heard Denver and Sam as abbreviation or like you know it's not it would be Delta and uh, whatever I don't know what S is, but those are, are not sure? official. S isn't Sam, it's not. Um, I I, I looked it up. Uh, so I don't know where these, where he's getting this. Um, yeah, but he's, yeah, maybe he's, he's just creating. He's just being creative as a as an FBI agent. Um, I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, he is a late seventies Jeep. Um, I was going to bring up the the music mm-hmm. that uh, we have here, which is it's it's interestingly used, and we'll get into that. Um, but the song is another great classic. 
uh, Shark Island, My City. <laughs> the band is Shark Island. The song is My City. That's uh, they well, play the that all the time is... on uh, on classic rock radio. <laughs> uh, no, it's yeah. called My City. Uh, oh. Wait, did I get the wrong one? There you go. There we go. And I have the lyrics here. If you want, want to pick a voice out. Tony Soprano. To, to, oh, let's see if I can do Tony Soprano. Oh yeah, we uh, 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 Carmela, calm, hey calm. Let me tell you about my city, little homie. That's if you ain't read where they practice black magic and speak to the dead. Mine's fried like bleach to the head. From the stuff being preached by the Greeks, if you read, our main attraction is our main distraction. Thanks for asking. Actually, I can't stand her. Who is she? She draws every man and every woman from every land to a temple of Diana. She's regarded as a sacred goddess, one of the seven wonders of the world. <laughs> exactly. Holy it's shit. Is this actually... I don't think this is it. No, oh my gosh. I think these are... Wait, 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 wait. This says Acts 19 through 20. Like some and then you okay. go down... No, no, no. Go back, go back, Maureen. Okay. You go down, and then it says... Ephesians one one. I don't. I will also say that there is Sanskrit writing at the top of this page. This is the weirdest website. But okay. But yeah. But using the Bible as your song lyrics is a. It's it's a. It's a good trick. There's a lot of material there. There you go. Yeah. I'm not going to spend any more time trying to find the actual lyrics to My City by Shark Island, but I'll use some of that for some (laughs) nonsense that we can just throw in the middle of there. Anyway, (laughs) back to minute 38. Um, They're in the car. uh, Busey is chewing him out. And they they have this – it sounds to me – I mean, you're a sound designer. Maybe it sounds to me like at the beginning this song is playing on their radio. Oh, the old uh, the practical speaker trick. Mm-hmm. The, the diegetic. A, oh, God, the diegetic. I was just going to try and remember that word. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let me look here. Let me, let me listen. Uh, uh, it would take too long for me to do that. I mean, that would just be dead silence on me. That would be dead air, actually. So We've had That's cool. I always like it, like it when they started out in, in, a, in a diegetic manner and then transcend it into being the, you know, What's the other word, smartass? Uh, Joe, uh, I don't know. <laughs> soundtrack. When, they, when it tr- transfer turns into an actual soundtrack thing, and you know, they they lose the filter and it gets all big and stuff. It's always yeah, always they did that love with when the, they do that. Um, they did that with another song in earlier minutes, and I think I think they're that's what it sounded like to me is that it's supposed to be playing, especially since it's such a sharp cut. It just starts at the beginning of the, yeah, the cut is very, very disorienting between the two halves of this minute. Though. Yeah. Really, we were just getting really some nice shocker. philosophical bullshit from, uh, from Bodhi. And then we just get, uh, Pappas yelling at, at you. Yeah. Well, I admit maybe it's just a correspondence of the typically, you know, uh, typically, testosterone ridden well no that's not the word but but the the insensitive male-to-male relationship in the second half of the minute as compared to the much much deeper more subtle interaction between Bodhi and uh what's Keanu's character's name I always forget yeah, especially Johnny Utah Johnny Utah <laughs> Johnny Utah how can I forget but I have yeah. to admit I always just kind of think of Keanu's character as Keanu and whatever that's usually what we is. call him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. kind of go back it's, and forth yeah I don't know why that is so, yeah, no, no, no. but you know, it's 
they're they're sniping at each other. They're like you know yelling. Or yeah, he calls him dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he calls him dad. Uh, okay, okay, dad. Exactly. Now you got it. That's what it is. Yeah. So what I was going to say about the the diegetic music is I I think it's starting out on their radio and then it turns into the soundtrack and then at the end of the minute it's playing on on the radio the, of the thugs. The, yes. So cool. Wow. I thought that was pretty clever. That's great. Yeah. Oh. So then uh, we get um, he's he calls in yes. uh, he calls in the license plate and then he gets some info on Bunker Weiss. Yeah, which I was actually just researching. That's why there was kind of a pause there. Um, so he kind of gets the the main, what does he call it? The greatest hits of the rap sheet. So um, felony possession of cocaine, felony B&E, three months in juvie, um, which is interesting that felony possession of cocaine is before mm. the three months in juvie. Mm-hmm. So did he have cocaine, like, possession of cocaine before he was like 18 you could convict him of a felony when he was a, a minor really i suppose it's possible oh, i don't know yeah you would know better than i jessa yeah i mean you <laughs> might be able to but i not I, because of your, your no. <laughs> because I, yeah, i'd no. like to i'd like to know why that is but the prison documentaries, the prison documentaries it's because well once you've done a little time you know then that's a you're always interested in that world. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's because you feel at home. Yeah. Watching yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I couldn't survive on the outside world, but now there's, <laughs> there's that to. My, yeah, but my the roots. documentaries have bridged the gap. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what I was researching is they say a felony assault, which is interesting, because um, I thought that would not be an assault. A felony. Assault, I mean, wouldn't be a felony. Anyways. Not unless it was with a deadly weapon or something. Right? No, that's true. That's true. Um, he says, postgraduate work at Chino. So I looked and see if there's really a prison in Chino because in my documentaries that I've been watching, I've focused on Corcoran and um, or Corcoran. Um, which is in California, but um, what he's referring to is the California Institution for Men, a.k.a. CIM, and it's a prison located in the city of Chino, um, yes, and this colloquial, I cannot say it, colloquially. There you go. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you. Referred, referenced as Chino. Uh-huh. So there you go. It actually is a real place. Yeah, I mm-hmm. looked it up. It's it's in the Inland Empire, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. in uh, around Orlando or no, not Orlando, Ontario. <laughs> yeah, and they say uh, you know these guys really fit the profile. I say we lay it on harp. Yeah, and that's the end of the minute. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. the, one of my favorite shots is when they go over the curb. Yeah, yeah. That that it's startlingly realistic. There, you just wondered if you know somebody was actually going to spill out and break their yeah. neck in the course of shooting that. Just convinced me how how scary these these folks are. You know? Yeah, they yeah. Just, they're willing to drive. They just over don't give curb. a damn how big the bumps are. Yeah, no, and they yeah. Anthony Kiedis is still standing up, he still wiggling around. He's still mm-hmm. wiggling. Like, That's the only way I could up. tell who he was. Like, <laughs> like who's wiggling the most? But, and what about that ponytail? I mean. Right. That's one of the most impressive ponytails in show business. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole hair, as we've gone over before, the whole hair of these guys is just mm. wackadoo. Mm. Yeah. As we said, Warchild has a zigzag pattern. A zigzag, yeah. 
And, yeah. and the front of his head. Yeah. Oh, and the front. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure Anthony Kiedis must have just looked like that showing up to the set, I'm assuming. Yeah. And they're like, God, oh, shit, we got to make everyone else look, you know, somewhat similar. Yeah, just mo- model it <laughs> off of Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Can't we get Flea? No? Okay. <laughs> no. Settle for Kiedis. We'll yeah. move on. <laughs> Settle for Kiedis. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we kick off our recommendations? What do you think? Are we done with this? Yeah, I, I'm done with it. You know? Yeah. This, right, Jay, this, why don't you? Compared to movement minute thirty-seven, um, and I found this to be quite quite disappointing. Maybe it's just because thirty-seven is so rich. But before yeah. I before I do uh, a recommendation, how many minutes do you think you guys have done? I mean, actual minutes in your minutes. Well, let's average it out uh, to about um, twenty no th- twenty-five minutes. Yeah, an wow. episode. Um, wow. So times thirty-seven—that's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. That's, wow. Uh, so let's just average, round it up to 30, so half an hour. So, uh, so 13 and a half hours or something. <laughs> yeah. People keep asking us, so why are you doing this? I'm not asking you. My wife asked me why you were doing it and, and wondered if I wouldn't, wouldn't hurt your feelings by saying the, the sarcastic things I had to say about this film. Oh, and I, I reassured her that, that it would be okay. Oh, yes. Okay, we that's had, good. So Myrn and I have a person we used to act with in high school, um, and they wrote on their Facebook, um, like a, a, what's it called, a status, asking, what are the most pointless podcasts <laughs> that you can think of? And I almost said ours. Oh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> so. I think it is. It's, kind of, um, it's, a, it's an exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Pointless nonsense. That's what I, that was kind of my goal with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it, if you're going to go for the ultimate, you have to pay the ultimate price, you know. And, exactly. and, That's very and, true. And, and you kind of guys are kind of going for the ultimate in a lot of ways with this sub podcast. Yeah, I think. the ultimate what is the question? Yeah, yeah I didn't want to say that. I didn't. I didn't want to pin it down. You know? yeah. um, well, let's see. I have actually have three more um, recommendations, so oh, that may mean you, you're going to have to invite me back to do two more minutes sometime. Oh sure. Um, oh yeah. So. So uh, let's see. I'm torn between the revenant and the hidden, and rabid. Um, let's go with mine are all horror movies because that's basically okay. my Love my it. hidden vice. But let's go with the hidden. So the hidden is uh, is a straight horror movie. I mean, it's not a genre bender exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it stars the main star is uh, oh, what's his knuckles? Twin Peaks. Um, Kyle McLaughlin? Yeah, Kyle McLaughlin, oh. who plays right. a cop who's trying to tra- track down an alien who's landed on the planet. And the, this alien, what it is, is um, he passes f- it, he passes from body to body. He, mm-hmm. it, it, he, she, it. I guess it's not a he. Mm-hmm. So uh, one time he, he, like, it starts off, I think he takes over a trucker or something. This big, burly guy, the guy immediately turns his radio station to like a super loud, hard rock station and cranks it all the way up. He goes into a cafe and he's like pounding on the table and slamming down coffee and stuffing food into his face. Well, hang, hang and, on. How does the alien, maybe you'll have to watch the movie, but how does the yeah. alien know that it likes hard rock music? Well, the the alien is a, uh, what's the word that my friend used to describe them? Um it means a throwback to a uh, not anachronistic, but uh, I'll think of it. Um, okay. You can cut that out too. Um, he, basically, as he goes from human to human, that's 
human body to human body. That's what you can tell is they all like to listen to turn the radio up and listen to rock and roll. They're all completely, uh, they're, they're like they're on speed or something. They're right. all kind of like the plane from stealth. It just loves new metal for some reason. Yeah. 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 And, and they're all completely, te- you know, uh, contemptuous of the bodies. They just run them right into the ground. You know, oh. if they get shot like seven or eight times. They real quick hop into another body and let the last one die. You know, they just don't care. Uh, so you could, you could say it just lives to get radical. It lives to get radical. That's right. And, and it's a, there's this great, uh, contrast with, uh, with Kyle McLaughlin because let's face it, Kyle McLaughlin never gets <laughs> radical. No. No, he's, no. You know, he's, you know, he, he, he's, he's in the, more in the button down world of Keanu than, uh, than in the, uh, Gary Busey world. So, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's really quite scary, but mostly it's just really cool the way it's done and really original. Um, nice. So that's it. That sounds hidden. great. The hidden. the hidden, yeah. It might be hard to find also. So, but worth, uh, the worth best things are. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what else you got, Scott? I got something a little different. Uh, I'm going to recommend The Regard of Flight. Um, one of my uh, uh, performance heroes, I guess actor heroes, um, but he's more than just an actor. He's a clown, uh, performer, performance artist, uh, Bill Irwin, who uh, we recently watched in Legion. Mm-hmm. He was very, very good in that. Yes. Um, he uh, he had an early, like the 80s, um, PBS special uh, called The Regard of Flight. And it's uh, it's um, one, of, one of the things I saw early on when I was acting, and it really inspired me. Um, it's, uh, it's kind of like a deconstruction of a experimental theater one-man show he kind of like uh you you know he plays with the ideas of like the the theories of brecht where he's like oh you don't need to the audience knows it's a play so you don't need to have any any suspension of disbelief you can just show the actors getting dressed backstage and and you know various ideas like that and he kind of plays with them and kind of pokes fun at them in in really clever ways and there's songs and there's clown bits and there's dancing and it's it managed to be a very entertaining show by itself but then the sort of um meta uh arc that it has makes it even more interesting so did yeah, he come, come out of the the circus world originally or the I, yeah i think yeah. He, he's a the mime world that's yeah. his training mm-hmm. i don't know if he ever performed with the circus specifically but he, he very well may have um but yeah he's he's very talented he does he can do crazy things with his body but he's also mm-hmm. very very clever uh, in the the writing and execution of this this uh, show, and I, I really love it. I think you can find find it on YouTube in its entirety at this point. So yeah, the regard of flight. And I just want to add add on to that that um, in Legion you can see his clown and physical work come through really well in a scene where he's basically getting beat by invisible forces there's more to it than that but i can't Uh really go into it without spoilers in in legion he's he's one of the best parts and he he has a sympathetic connection to another character and then she's in a fight and then he's oh he's getting he's experiencing it in a room by himself and he does and it's it's very beautiful yeah Yeah. kind of like the the fights in uh, um okay um this is this is my age showing is the uh, the old title forgetting <laughs> right. the title thing um so it stars brad pitt 
and uh, oh, Fight Club. Yeah, Fight Club. Yeah, kind of like the scene in Fight yeah. Club where the guy's beating himself up in the office. Yeah. Yes, it throws himself through the glass case and stuff. I mean, yes. I thought that was that was brilliant. So that was yeah, yeah. and it's, cool. it's a little more uh, more. I don't think balletic is a word, but more ballet like than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but balletic. yeah, very, very, uh, very pretty. It's chore- choreographed to music. Which yeah, is- I, I love what I loved especially about Legion. We recommended yeah. this a few episodes ago, but it was the in almost every episode there's a musical uh, sort of almost dance scene, yeah, or at least montage that's uh, very effective, and they play yeah. like it, usually a couple minutes long, and they're always very, very entertaining mm-hmm. with interesting choices of music. Yeah. Much better choices than Point Break. Yes. Um, um, I really liked the Biller when in uh, Popeye as well, that, that Altman version of uh, of Popeye. I've, I have not seen I, that. I haven't either. Very weird movie. Very long, very slow. But if if you ever saw Popeye cartoons, which yeah. I grew up on, it's really true to the cartoons, which means it's kind of weird and old-fashioned. And it's an Altman movie, so it's it's strange. And it has a great cast in it. Uh, uh, Robin Williams is Popeye, Shelley Duvall is Olive Oil, and uh, yeah. Ray Walston. I mean, it's it. it anyway, it's worth a look. Definitely, yeah, yeah definitely have to check that out. So, uh, my recommendation um, is going to be the Alfred Hitchcock remake of his own movie, The Man <laughs> Who Knew Too Much. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually one of my favorite Hitchcock movies. Um, and it's not like a great, brilliant film by any means. I'm not going to pretend that it is, but there's something about it that I really love. Um, and it's also a movie that's very much of its time. It's um, super misogynistic, um, which is really just like, oh, man. Um and there's some other parts that are like a little like cringy. Um, well, it stars Doris Day, so there you go. Oh, oh yes, there. Yeah, I mean, I love her song that she does during it, um, which is the K Sera Sera. Yeah, famous um, song. And I, you know, when Murren and I watched it the first time, I would just sing it around the house for the rest of yeah the few weeks. Um, basically, it's just really quick. Um, I'm not going to give away much about it, but it's basically um, Jimmy Stewart and Doris Day are part of a family that's vacationing in Morocco, and they uncover an assassination plot, and then um, their son gets kidnapped, and shit goes down, and the song Que Sera, Sera comes up a bunch of times. Um, so there you go. It, it has a little bit of an eye-rolly ending, but... Um, so, let me say that uh, you know I don't know if you knew that Sly Stone in the sometime in the seventies um, came out with a version of Sera Sera. really <laughs> very what? cool, very funky, very drugged out, and, and the rumor going around was that he was actually having an affair with Doris Day, <gasps> who, who at that time would have been you know I don't know in her sixties or something. So interesting. Undoubtedly not true, but what a great image. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and and it's a cool song, too. So. Oh, I nice. love yeah, it. I'll look that up. I um, also, also like the original version of The Man Who, Who Knew Too Much, which has Peter Lorre as an anarchist, as incredibly uh, um, uh, just tons of uh, gravitas and uh, really an amazing uh, amazing character, this kind of self-destructive guy who gets holed up in the house and, and the, the police can come in and 
the anarchists are all going to die there. Just a really wonderful scene. Ooh, scene I'm going to have to watch it because it seems like it's pretty different than the remake. It's yeah, it's really quite different. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. definitely have to watch that because I love me Peter Lorre. So yeah, that should be pretty cool. I was going to say like just I don't I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember thinking Doris Day did a pretty good job. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought so. Okay. Yeah, you know the Doris Day joke, right? Is uh, she was a, a big band singer. Mm-hmm. And that's before she became an actress and all mm-hmm. that. And the, the big joke was uh, from from a musician was saying, "Oh yeah, I've known this Doris Day for a long time. I knew her before she was a virgin." <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. Love it. <laughs> I did not know that one. Yeah. All right. We got oh. good recommendations. Yeah. Good point breakness. Thanks for joining mm-hmm. us again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and if you if I do come back sometime and do another one, we can we can go into the. I did spot check through a few of your earlier episodes, and I did hear the conversation about Mila Jovovich and uh, or Jovovich or whatever uh-huh. the hell it is, and and Jovovich. Yeah. Oh, Jovovich, really? I, so. I have I a little special thing going with her personally. So um, anyway, oh. just wanted to get in a shout out there. So Mila, if you're listening. Uh, you can contact me through. Uh, okay, if she, yeah, Maran if you're out Jessa. there, Mila, uh, just, yeah, I'll put his contact info on the. Um, on <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that. Okay. Yeah, and uh, if if you're Mila Jovovich or or anybody else, you can uh, find the Point Break Minute Listener Surf Shop on Facebook, and you can comment about little things, whatever you want. It doesn't even have to be about Point Break. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Point Break Minute. Um, yeah, thank you for uh, tuning in. Again, to another Point Break Minute, bro.